Praise the Lord and welcome to the November 28th, 2021 weekly sermon here at World Gospel Mission Church. Before we begin our text from Psalm 17, let's start the meditation of the week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even a most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's word comes from Psalm 17, verse 14 and 15. Today we'll be talking about those who receive their portion in this life versus those who receive their portion in the world to come in the millennial kingdom of Jesus Christ. Psalm 17, verse 14 and 15. From men which are thy hand, O Lord, from men of the world which have their portion in this life, and whose belly thou fillest with thy hid treasure. They are full of children, and leave the rest of their substance to their babes. As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your blessings and your word given to us today. We pray for the Holy Ghost to anoint each and every everyone hearing your word of truth, life, and prophecy, may they all receive understanding. In Christ Jesus' name we pray, Amen. Although King David was in the most glorious position in the world in his time, he asked God to save his soul. He prayed to be saved from those who are the hands of the Lord and those who have received their portion in this life. He spoke to God of those who received their portion in this life, saying, Whose belly thou fillest 
with thy hid treasure they are full of children, and leave the rest of their substance to their babes. This is verse 14 once again. These are the people who only hoped for the blessings of this world. God was compassionate and gave them many riches and goods while they were alive. For their life goal was to pile up their treasures for inheritance to their children once they leave the world. However, King David confessed to God that it was not his goal to enjoy glory in his earthly life. He knew that life on earth, 70 or 80 years if strong, is full of labor and sorrow, and that when it is soon cut off, he flies away. He didn't fixate himself in the present world and lived only in the hopes of being transformed into the image of the Lord Jesus Christ when he resurrected in the day of Christ. As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. God gave free will to Adam and Eve when they were living in the Garden of Eden. He also gave free will to all the people born into the world. Now there are two types of people. First, those who, leave, those who live according to their lusts as they please in this life and gather wealth by any means and methods. They receive honor from their children and when they die, their children inherit all their possessions. And even after death, they hope to be respected and honored by their children. Then there are ones like King David, who realize themselves as sinners and have their sins forgiven through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to be washed by the blood of Christ, live in righteousness, and only hope that they shall be transformed into the image of Christ at his appearance on the day of Christ. King David received the honor of being transferred to heaven one day, a thousand years after his death, in the blessing of being resurrected with Christ. Apostle Matthew witnessed and testified of the resurrection of many Old Testament saints, definitely including King David. Matthew 27, verse 50 through 53. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose, and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. Apostle John testified to the saints living in the same hope as King David. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 2 and 3, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. 
for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Asaph, a Levite singer in the temple of God, saw those who had received their portion in this life and envied them. He repented confessing to God of the sin of hating them. In Psalm 73, verse 1 through 15, Truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. For I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore pride compasseth them about as a chain. Violence covereth them as a garment. Their eyes stand out with fatness. They have more than heart could wish. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak lawfully. They set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue walketh through the earth. Therefore his people return hither, and waters of a full cup are wrung out to them. And they say, How doth God know? And is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly, who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Verily I have cleansed my heart in vain, and washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued, and chastened every morning. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. Asaph's confession is like today's Christians who sometimes think and struggle in their hearts. But like Asaph, they realize their sins and they repent. Continuing in 70, uh, Psalm 73, verse 16 through 22. When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then understood I their end. Surely thou didst set them in slippery places. Thou cast them down into destruction. How are they brought into desolation? As in a moment. They are utterly consumed with terrors. As a dream when one awaketh. So, Lord, when thou awakest, thou shalt despise their image. Thus my heart was grieved, and I was pricked in my reins. So foolish was I, and ignorant. I was as a beast before thee. Jesus gave the promise to his disciples who would forsake every portion of their life to follow him. Mark chapter 10 verse 29 through 31. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake, 
and the Gospels. But he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time, houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions, and in the world to come eternal life. But many that are first shall be last and the last first. When Jesus spoke of the the world to come, he was referring to his millennial kingdom that he would establish on the earth in the future. These are the words of promise not only to the disciples who followed the Lord without taking up their portion in the short-lived world, but also those who follow Jesus Christ looking forward to the day of Christ, just like King David. The prophet Ezekiel prophesied of the coming of the millennial kingdom of Jesus Christ, where King David would be resurrected and reign over Israel. Ezekiel 34, verse 23 and 24. And I will set up one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them. Even my servant David, he shall feed them, and he shall be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God. And my servant David, a prince among them, I, the Lord, have spoken it. When the Bible speaks of those who have the portion in this life and those who shall receive the portion in the world to come, it says that those who receive the portion in the world to come are those who have the portion through the first resurrection, and the others are those who have their portion through the second resurrection. Apostle John testified of those who had portion in the first resurrection Revelation 20, verse 4 through 6. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus, and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. The first resurrection appears three times in the Bible. First, the resurrection of the Old Testament saints who resurrected with Jesus at his first coming. Second is the resurrection of the New Testament Christians who will be resurrected before the Great Tribulation starts, along with the living who will be raptured. This event is the day of Christ. And then lastly, the, resur- the resurrection of the tribulation saints, those who reject the mark of the beast and lose their life through beheading, these saints are resurrected after death. Those who receive their portion in this world and die without believing in Jesus Christ 
are those who participate in the second resurrection after the millennial kingdom. And they are those who are resurrected to receive the second death, the lake of fire, at the great white throne judgment of God. Apostle John testified this event in Revelation 20, uh, verse 11 through 12. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from, the, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And then verse 14 and 15. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Apostle Paul delivered a comforting message to the saints of Christ awaiting the first resurrection. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 19 through 24. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in, in his own order, Christ the first fruits, afterward they that are Christ's at his coming. Then cometh the end when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. Amen. Jesus will return soon. He will come for his church first, the chaste bride of Christ, before he allows the great tribulation to start on earth. He will then return on his second coming with the church to destroy the unbelieving world. He will then set up and rule his millennial kingdom here on earth. He invites everyone to escape the coming wrath and be with God the Father. Admit you're a sinner for not believing in the blood shed by Jesus. Repent and believe in this very gospel, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and rose again the third day according to the scriptures. You must repent and believe the gospel with all your heart. Pray for wisdom and understanding of the Holy Bible, and let Jesus lead you in truth and spirit. Jesus is waiting for you even today. The day of salvation is now and today. God bless and have a wonderful week.